Episode 33, Covering the Girl, originally posted November 13, 2018. Like most toy properties in the 80s aimed towards boys, G.I. Joe wasn't known for introducing a lot of female characters into the line. To their credit though, they did a pretty good job at making the very few women that they did create into well-developed and memorable characters. Now while Joes like Scarlet and Lady J as well as Cobra's Baroness and even Zerana have pretty much become iconic names within the property, there is one lady that wasn't featured as much, even though she was introduced fairly early into the line, and it's this specific girl that I'd like to cover. Courtney A. Krieger, aka Cover Girl, was part of the second year of the G.I. Joe toy line released in 1983. Unlike most of her fellow Joe teammates who were sold single-carded, Cover Girl came packaged with a vehicle, the Wolverine Missile Tank, which meant she was harder to get due to a higher price point. As a kid who could only rely on his parents for new toys, G.I. Joe vehicles were more of a rarer treat, which I only got when they were feeling a little more indulgent, so unfortunately I never did get the original Wolverine and CoverGirl toy. Although she isn't as well known or popular as either Scarlet and Lady J, I took a special liking to CoverGirl. In my opinion, she had a more interesting backstory. While it was initially planned for her to be called Hurricane Helga, Courtney Krieger got her official codename because she was literally a CoverGirl. Before joining the ranks of G.I. Joe, CoverGirl was a highly successful fashion model and graced the covers of numerous magazines. Eventually, she got tired of the modeling world and seeking something new, signed up and joined the army. In the IDW comics though, her story was expanded upon with her initially signing up for a military-themed reality TV show filmed on a remote island. To her surprise, she found out that she really enjoyed combat situations and was quite good at it. During filming though, the crew was taken hostage by pirates. Fortunately, using her quick wits and apparent skills at camouflage, she proceeded to kill the pirates one by one, diehard style, which greatly impressed the fellow contestant who was a former military man himself. He recommended she join the military for real, and the rest is history. While this may sound a bit hokey, and the concept of CoverGirl being fodder for numerous jokes about a fashion model driving around in a tank, based on her file card, it showed that she put in all the time and effort to get herself more than qualified for the gig. She attended armor school at Fort Knox as well as related tech schools. CoverGirl is proficient in diesel mechanics and gas turbine technology. She is also a qualified expert with a law, light anti-armor weapon rocket, Dragon AT anti-tank missile, M16, and the M1911A1 auto pistol. Now I don't know about you, but that's enough for me to hand over to her the keys to the family tank. How's that for challenging a negative stereotype? Ironically, despite her obvious skill at operating heavy machinery and mechanical work, because of her previous occupation, she is also often tapped for missions requiring undercover work. Another detail I liked about CoverGirl was her actual character design. Unlike Scarlet, who had a more superheroine leotard-looking uniform, or Lady J, who seemed to show a little too much cleavage in her bright green jumpsuit, CoverGirl's uniform looked more practical and more suitable for military combat, which was ironic considering she was the actual model. Anyway, even if she was not heavily featured in the first animated G.I. Joe miniseries, she did have a very memorable and crucial scene where she pretty much single-handedly saved the entire G.I. Joe team from a lethal Cobra fusion bomb. Okay, to be fair, she had a little help from Snake Eye's pet wolf, Timber. It's also worth noting that she looked completely different in her first animated appearance, sporting long blonde hair and a green jacket. Maybe it was an attempt for the animators to differentiate her more from Scarlet. But in later episodes, she returned to her regular short auburn-colored hair and a dark brown jacket. Later versions of CoverGirl, especially in the comics, would give her her long hair again but maintain the reddish-brown color. Well, 
She was a former model, so I guess changing her looks from time to time would be the norm. On the toy front, after her original figure, the next update she got was in 2006 when Hasbro released an Agent Courtney Krieger figure as part of a 3-pack. At the time, I was still not collecting any G.I. Joes, so I missed out on that, which was unfortunate because when I tried to get myself one years later, she had become quite pricey on eBay. Through persistence and a little luck though, I did manage to finally score myself a figure, or at least parts of one, the head and the jacket accessory, at a decent price that I used to make my own custom CoverGirl figure that fit better with my 25th anniversary collection. Surprisingly, in 2009, CoverGirl was one of the handful of Joes included in the first live-action G.I. Joe movie, The Rise of Cobra. She was fittingly played by Czech model Karolina Korkova. Unfortunately, she was more of a peripheral character who was unceremoniously, spoiler, killed off during a Cobra attack on the G.I. Joe base. Despite her minimal role in the movie, CoverGirl got another new action figure out of it, although it wasn't the greatest as it came with a rather questionable head sculpt. You could have called it generic female soldier, but at least it came with a cool laptop accessory. Silver lining, I guess. It would be four years later in 2013 when we would get a sort of officially updated 25th anniversary cover girl, which pretty much looked like the custom that I did of her five years prior, although this one sported lighter hair similar to the first animated appearance. Ultimately, I passed on this one since it was part of an online G.I. Joe Collectors Club subscription service. A carded version of this now sells for well over $300 on eBay, so I think I'll just stick to my custom. Speaking of which, I actually made a second custom of CoverGirl based off her appearance in the 2009 online micro-series G.I. Joe Resolute. As usual, she was nothing more than a background character there. Fortunately, she didn't die this time, but I thought her look was a nice clean update to her original figure that was worthy of a simple custom. What's funny is that I used the head of a Star Wars Jaina Solo figure that I found for cheap on eBay, but which is now rather rare. Nowadays, it's going for around $100 to $200, and I just went off and cut one up for a custom. Finally, I thought it would be worth a mention that in 2022, CoverGirl is finally getting some love in the very popular 6-inch G.I. Joe classified line. While she's not slated to come out till next year, a good number of prototype and early sample picks have been making their rounds online. While I myself don't collect classified, I have to say, it's probably the best version of CoverGirl that we're going to get in plastic form. Although I do prefer her with her longer hair. Who knows, maybe Super 7 can give us the blonde version for their more cartoon accurate G.I. Joe Ultimates line at some point. We can only hope. Anyway, to wrap things up, like I mentioned at the start, the Joe and Cobra teams weren't really known for having many female characters in their ranks. So when it comes to identifying who their favorites were, Joe fans are often divided between Scarlet and Lady J. But I'd like to make a case for CoverGirl. She may not be a ninja like Scarlet or have an arsenal of cool throwing spheres like Lady J. And she may not have a top brass boyfriend like Duke or Flint. But CoverGirl does date a sailor and drives a tank with a whole lot of missiles, which I believe is infinitely cooler. So did I cover everything about this girl? What do you think? Any other fans out there of CoverGirl? Let me know in the comments below and tell me your story. Thanks for watching Stories from the Toy Shelf Redux. If you enjoyed this story, please click on the like button and subscribe to the channel to help me tell more. Until the next one.